Hi, and welcome to another episode of Vente al Cafecito. I am still trying to figure this whole podcasting thing out, so I'm in a different area of my house. I don't know if you're going to hear more echo, so I apologize about that, but bear with me. I am trying to figure this out and to see what the best option is. So today's topic is something that is not often talked about, and Although I'm learning and going through this, I do feel a little legit today because I actually went through some old notes. I reviewed some old videos that I had seen when I was first looking into this. I even opened up some old textbooks um, just to prepare for this because this is a topic that I think is so important, and that is self-awareness. So in this episode, we're going to be talking all about self-awareness, all about calling ourselves on our own shit. And holding ourselves accountable for that. So important that in order for you to live your best life and life to your to its fullest ability, you understand your darkness and you can work through that as well so that you can become the best version of yourself. So I first looked into this maybe last year or early this year, and it was because my son actually called me out on it. And it's so funny because, you know, they say that your children are your biggest teachers and it's really true. I was asking him to do something. I, I don't really remember what, what it was. And he responded with, um, you always think that you're right just because you're older, but it's not, that's not the case. Um, I'm telling you this is it. And he was right actually with what, we, with what we were talking about. And when he said that to me, I was like, wow, like I do always think that I'm right just because I'm his parent. And that isn't always the case. Your children can be teaching you something and it's important I think, to apologize to your children and to acknowledge when they are right and not to say, you know, do it because I said so or do it because I'm the parent. And I don't, this is not a podcast about parenting because I would never dare to to speak on that. Um, but that is what started this, this journey of self-awareness. And it's something that I've been dealing with for a while now and I still deal with on a on a consistent basis and it comes up pretty often for me and I have to remind myself. So I have seen a quote that said, yesterday I was clever, so I wanted to change the world. Today I am wise, so I am changing myself. And it's so funny to me because this is something that my mom would tell me consistently when I was growing up and when I was a teenager because I wanted things to go my way and um, I wouldn't understand why certain situations would happen or why certain people would act a certain way with me and she would always say that to me. And now looking back on it, I mean, I think back then I was like a t teenager, so I just didn't really pay attention to it. But now looking back on it, it's so true. If you want to see the things around you change, you need to change your perspective on, of them and yourself. I think about it often um, whenever I have any conflict or when something that somebody says to me bothers me. I try my best not to respond right away because I find that when you respond right away, that's like the moments where you say things that you don't really mean and, and you can cause damage to a relationship. But I, I try to really think about why I am being bothered by whatever they said or whatever the scenario is. And I instead of instead of thinking about, you know, why did this person do this to me or why did they say this to me? I try to think what is this situation bringing up in me? Like, what is this bringing to light that it's bothering me? Is it something from my childhood? Is it something from 
prior relationships? Is it a moment of me feeling less than or unworthy? I try to really analyze that and journal on that and sometimes even talk to my therapist about it when it's something that like I find that it's really bothering me. And I and it often, 99% of the time, it's something that has nothing to do with that person. And then, you know, you I realize how you carry all this baggage, even if you try not to, even if you work really hard not to, from prior relationships, from things that were said to you when you were a child. And, you know, we go through life just with these like stories of things that have happened to us in the past. And then when new people trigger those th- those um, wounds, we don't know how to act. And we think, well, everyone is the same. And it's like a mirror is being reflected on us. Um, recently, very recently, I discovered that I'm the jealous type and I had no idea that that was who I was. So I kind of had to go and into that and try to figure out where that stemmed from and why um, why I am the jealous type, you know, and and I talked to my therapist about it. And we you know, we kind of came to the consensus that it's just from prior relationships and, you know, being cheated on and all of that stuff. So it's, it's normal, but I don't want to bring that into my new relationship. So I'm working really hard to like not allow that to bother me now because I have no reason to be jealous now. So I want to say in my mid 20s, um, I came across the book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And this is a book that my mom had got, had tried to get me to read years ago when I was a teenager, but I was just not about it. And I would not um, listen and I had no interest in it. But I, I read it for the first time after I became a parent. There's four agreements. Be impeccable with your word. Um, impeccable without sin. Say only what you mean. Second, don't take anything personally. Understand that others' words are are the product of their domesticated lives. And third, don't make assumptions and be brave to ask questions. So when I read this the first time, the first thing that I took from it, and I remember this very clearly, was uh, to be impeccable with my word. And that's when I really started trying not to say things that, that would hurt others, even though I will admit that my family and I Um, you know, we joke around a lot in my household, like a lot, a lot. And we say a lot of deep, mean things, which are not, you know, we don't mean them, but um, I don't feel like that counts. Like we're family, we mess around, we all do that with each other. So I don't feel like that counts. But just in general, I try not to say things that I don't mean, because I, I do find that when you, when you just like speak so lightly, you don't realize who you're hurting or what effects your words have on other people recently, actually. Um, and again, like I said, I'm not perfect. My son was, was we, we have a hard time with him doing homework. For some reason, just me and him doing it together doesn't work. Him doing it with anyone else is perfect. But just with me, it just is, is not a good thing. And he fights me on it a lot. And he questions me a lot. So recently he was doing something and he was just struggling and he didn't want to do it and talking like, you know, fighting me on it. I said something to the effect of if you would spend as much time studying as you would arguing with me over this, you would have graduated college already. And he was so offended by this. He His response was like, what do you mean? I'm just a kid. There's no way that I can be in college. What are you talking about? And I could instantly see in his face that it just like, like he just couldn't comprehend why I was telling him something like that. 
and like when he was just a kid and there was absolutely no way for him to be in college right now. And I immediately apologized to him and I told him that I, it, I was just, you know, that it was not something good, right for me to say, and that it didn't mean that I expected him to be in college or finishing college, that I was just trying to make a point as to that he needed to be more disciplined with his studies and not fight on it so much. So I felt terrible after, as you can imagine, and I, but I apologized. And I think that's so important to apologize to your children with situations like that. You know, the first time that I started thinking about this and understanding your darkness and, um, you know, being aware of it, I remember in college, I took a psychology class and I read from one of the, um, I read in one of the textbooks, a quote that said, one does not become enlightened by imagining figures of light, but by making the darkness conscious. And this is by Carl Jung, who is one of the founders of the of analytical psychology. And I read that initially, and I, I didn't understand, like, what the hell he was talking about, like, making darkness conscious. Why would you want to show, you know, your bad or dark side to other people, especially to, you know, the people that you love and that you're trying to be your best self to? So I didn't understand that, and I was just like, this is you know, BS, like, I don't get it. I don't get why you would do this. And I remember even having a conversation with the professor, like, why is he bringing light to this? And he explained to me that you don't know how to become better without understanding where you lack or without understanding why you do certain things. Um, And it made sense to me. You're not unlovable just because you're going through the healing process and within the healing process, there's going to be good days and bad days. And some of those bad days, you're going to have to work through really difficult stuff. That's going to bring up your own stuff that you get, that you have to call yourself out on, you know, and it's not until you work through that stuff that you're truly going to be free and able to live life to the best of your ability and the happiest whoever is with me is going to accept me exactly the way that I am and is going to, you know, be happy that I'm like that and that I'm still being myself. So I'm working on that right now with my therapist as we speak, because it is a struggle. And I feel like a lot of us women, after we come out of really unhealthy relationships, it's really hard for us when we're in healthy relationships, because we don't know, like what the right or wrong thing to do is. And we don't know, like, when someone, you know, we don't know if that person is going to turn around and act the same way. And I have always been super independent. But that relationship changed the person that I was like, it broke me as a human being. And it changed me in a level that I cannot even explain. So now I'm in the process of rebuilding myself up and being my most authentic and true self. And I feel really grateful that I am going through this in this stage of my life. And that, you know, I'm doing it with someone who is extremely supportive and and I have no reservations about that support. And I feel very grateful for that. Um, But I know that a lot of us women, it's very difficult for us to come out of come out of those relationships into healthy relationships. And that's when I think it's important to really go through, you know, your closet and figure out what is bothering you, what isn't, why is it bothering you and try to let it go and release it. And that's the, the only way that we're going to be able to really have healthy and happy relationships, according to my therapist. So that's what I'm working on. 
uh, right now as we speak. And I think it's something that I will, will work on forever because it's not easy. I think trauma in any sense affects you for the rest of your life. Even though your, your mind heals it, um, the body doesn't forget trauma. And there could be a smell, a person, a location, something, and it'll trigger you. And then you're just back to that place where you once were. So it's really important to know what steps to take to take yourself out of that place. And it's something that I work with, that I work on consistently, and I will never stop working. I never want to be that person again that is dependent on someone else. I think the beauty of that and, and really going through that is that you can be your most authentic self and that the people that are truly meant to be in your life are going to be accepting of it and are going to understand it and are not going to push you to be something or someone that you're not really you know, trying to figure out what your darkness is, what your triggers are, how to work through them, you know, work through them with a professional, I, I think is always recommended. And you end up coming out such a better person just for yourself in general and for the people around you when you are more aware of your triggers and the things that bother you and how you can make it better and how not to further damage um, you know, the next generations and cut these these generational traumas that have been going on for years and years and years and putting an end to them, you know, right now and changing the trajectory of your family and your ancestors and their and, and your children. Eventually, we're all going to die. We're going to be forgotten. Like I think about, you know, I was lucky enough to meet a lot of my great, great grandparents, you know, because my parents and their parents, they all started having us super young. Um, I have broken the chain with that in my family. I think I was like the oldest one to have a child. And since then, there hasn't really been anyone younger than 25 having a child. But that also makes me kind of sad because my child isn't going to experience the same things that I experience, you know, with their older generation. And if you start doing this work now, you know, your next generation, all of the next generations to come are going to have such happier and healthier lives because they're not going to be going through the same generational trauma that you went through when you were growing up. And then now you're passing on to your children without wanting it. And like all of us, when we're growing up, we all say we're not going to parent like our, our parents. And then we end up doing it. Like I catch myself on that all the time, literally all the time. And I have to like reprimand myself you know because I hate it sometimes and um and also try to be more gentle towards my parents because it's the only thing that they had and that's the only thing that they knew how to do um and now we're lucky enough where we have so many different resources and I really did not want this to become about parenting um but it just keeps coming up for some reason so I'm just gonna go with it um you know, we are more lucky, we are a lot luckier that we have resources that we can look back on. And we can use, you know, to change the trajectory of our generations to come. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Take a look at the show notes, because you will find the TED Talks that I have, that I have seen, you know, that have helped me with this. And I've also listed a meditation that I like doing that is about self awareness. So if you guys try that, let me know how you like it. Um, and I will talk to you guys on the next episode of Vente al Cafecito. Make sure to bring your cafecito when you come back. Bye.